Equipment manager Don Toner has seen a lot in his quarter century in the sweat box downstairs at Bank of America Stadium, including some favorites from back in the early days. A couple guys that would, would stand out, the, the old linemen for some reason, they always stood out with uh, Matt Elliott. and uh, Curtis Whitley was quite the character. Today on the podcast, one of the original unsung heroes of Panther football, longtime equipment manager, Don Tony. 25 seasons of Panthers football, a celebration of the players, coaches, and others who've contributed to the organizational success. Now to Mick Mixon. The list of Carolina Panther people who have been here since day one is shrinking, but one of those is the world-famous equipment guru, Don Toner, who joins us now on the podcast. Yeah. So we don't need to hear world famous. <laughs> you guys are unsung heroes. So you're from Buffalo, worked there for a while, but under what circumstances, Don, did you come to be a Panther employee back in the day? Oh, I was fortunate. Uh, a bunch of Buffalo people were hired uh, by Mr. Richardson, uh, and I was just uh, fortunate to be part of that group that came down. What was it like back in the the early days of trying to figure it out as you were figuring it out? The the, the first uh, first year and a half, uh, it was great. It was it was a lot of work. Uh, we brought in 130 some players. I think the first season, uh, we were down at Winthrop and uh, worked out of a racquetball court for an equipment room, and the lockers were temporary lockers for the players, and every game was a road trip. Um, but we loved every minute of it. There's an old saying, Don Toner, that adversity breeds togetherness. Did you guys feel that in those early days, having to play all the games away from home, et cetera? Absolutely. Uh, not, we weren't with the players on the buses, uh, but they had, you know, they had a bus to, to Clemson for each game, two, two and a half hours. And we, uh, we were with our staff in a van, and uh, we had a, just driving down and coming back. We got to know each other real quick. And uh, we got to know the players real quick because we had extra practices before uh, the season even started. We had an extra mini camp, and uh, the OTAs and Coach Capers uh, kept the guys around. We we worked real hard, and everybody bought in right away. And if they didn't buy in, they were they were released. Who were some of your favorite figures and characters and people from those early teams? Uh, you know. Couple guys that would would stand out the the old linemen for some reason they always stood out with uh, Matt Elliott and uh, Curtis Whitley was quite the character uh, unfortunately he's passed um, and and we see the Willie Green and Mark Carrier we just uh, they were just all good guys we all got along and uh, and the next year uh, Steve Burline came in and Carrie was with us and and just everybody uh, we we just all meshed. Any any near misses? Any all, equipment almost didn't make it? Close calls from back in those days, Don. Uh, if if there were, I wouldn't admit it. Um, <laughs> no, everything went smooth as could be. No issues. Oh, no, man. none at all. How does equipment get from here to away games? We we send a truck ahead of time. Uh, so this game, uh, our next game is in San Francisco, and we're uh, we're sending an eighteen wheeler. On uh, it's going to leave here Monday uh, Monday evening. And uh, we'll meet us at the uh, at the stadium uh, Friday when we go to unload it. When you were a young Don Toner, did did your duties ever require you to be on or in the truck? Uh, to be honest, I I did make a couple of uh, trips uh, with Tommy and Todd, our our, our local movers uh, from TNT Moving. We we did 
we would hop on the truck with them for trips to Jacksonville or Atlanta. It's, you know, the, the close ones, the, the long ones we could do without. Are players temperamental about and finicky about their uniforms and their equipment? Absolutely. Um, we, we try to work that out in preseason and uh, make adjustments and tailor their, their jerseys just the way they want it. Uh, as far as the shoulder pads, uh, most guys like their shoulder pads broken in. They don't trade them out uh, very often or if at all. And uh, same with their helmets. Um, some guys don't want anything changed on their helmet, even if it's worn out. We kind of have to just throw it away and, and just pray for their forgiveness on it. Um, yeah, so we, we try to customize each player. Don Toner's risen to the level of director in the organization. He's earned that, a ton of sweat equity, many, many hours in the job. What is it about equipment that seems to grow branches off of this tree? You've, you guys have put so many, Don, into managerial roles here and at other organizations. It, it's, it is, uh, it's kind of fascinating to, to see who's come through the equipment room and started off as 14, 15-year-old interns with us, uh, and have just they work hard, and, and, and as you said, you, you get rewarded for hard work, and our organization has always, has always done that. And um, guys have been able to progress through the equipment room and, and become interns with scouting or, or some other place and, and just worked hard to, to get where they're at. They all deserve it. Who's come through that you're proud of? Well, presently, Brian Porter is, is, is my boss, director of football operations, and, and he started with us back in 2001 and uh, worked with us a couple seasons and moved his way to operations and just keeps moving up. Brandon Bean? Brandon Bean, he, uh, he had a bunch of different roles when he first started with us, never complained, um, and, and just you knew right away he had something to him. Sam Mills? Sam Mills uh, met Sam when his dad uh, dad joined us in uh, in '95, and Sam helped us out training camp as a 16 year old. And same thing, the guys that we've we've been fortunate enough, fortunate enough to have in here, they they don't complain. They understand that our role in the equipment room is just to get the work done. We're not looking we're not looking to uh, be any highlights. We're not looking to be on TV. We kind of want to stay out of the out of the limelight. And um, and we're fortunate, like I said, the guys have been rewarded for, for doing that. Eli Montague? Eli, uh, yeah. He, uh, he was probably the smartest kid we had come through, and he would tell us that each day. <laughs> uh, but same thing. He, he worked hard he, he, and, and just did everything. And um, there's, you know, guys come out of college, and, and there they are. They're folding towels and, and, and taking care of the players. So. For some reason, I remember Eli as having this incredible appetite that he just – the food that he piled on his plate at training camp and on road trips. Am I remembering that correctly? Yeah, I, probably still the same way. Nick, at, uh, he, he does like to eat. Yeah, he cost, he cost us a lot of money to have him on the staff just with calorically. It was incredible. <laughs> well, he was a good member to have on the trivia team, though. Uh, no doubt, yeah, very smart. And he's ticketed for an NFL GM job very, somewhere very soon. Talking to Don Toner on the podcast, we'll wrap it up here with you, Donnie, another question or two. But uh, Jackie Miles, legendary uh, guy that you worked with, who, who Mr. Richen hired in those early days as well, what, what do, do, debt do you owe him, and what did you learn from working alongside Jackie? Uh, it, I thought we made a great team. Um, Jack, uh, right from the beginning, just, would, just showed us the hard work that was necessary 
to to make it in this league and sustain it and and uh, and I owe a lot to Jack and still do things the you know kind of the same way he does it and always double check and triple checking and and really just we don't want we don't want the fame we don't need our names out there we're just there to make things easier for the players and coaches y'all do a great job here's your last question but it will it will require you to put all your modesty and self-deprecating style aside for a second so the, all the time you've worked here of what are you most proud uh probably most proud of 25 years uh, not too many people can say that that they've been with an organization for that long and and uh and just most proud that I, I still love coming to work and coach Rivera talked to the team just uh, yesterday about uh, about family and 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 I was listening to him and, and just hearing him talk about you know your family's first and really the Panthers that is part of my family and 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 it's just so important not to let anybody down so I'm proud that I've been able to go 25 years and still hoping not to let anybody down how many more years you want to go uh as long as I can go. 25 I, more? If we can go 25 more, sure. All right. Let's yeah. do it. Let's circle back. We'll yeah. do a 50 year podcast. How about that? Yeah. All right. Thanks, Donnie. Appreciate what Hi, you Mick. do. Appreciate it. We'll continue our historical perspective of the first quarter century of Panther football next time, right here on the podcast.